Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, you guys, and welcome to Pop Culture University. I am Patty, your host. You may know me as Patty Pop Culture from TikTok, and thank you for clicking and joining us. Um, if you are not new here, you may have noticed that the title of this podcast has changed, and it used to be the Patty Pop Culture Podcast, and that was great. I love the old show. Um, but I felt like it was lacking something. I felt like it was lacking a theme, to be honest. I would just kind of like start talking about pop culture and be like, hey guys, what's up? And then start. And then at the end, I'd just be like, okay, bye. And that was cute and all. kind of like Hot Topics by Wendy Williams. But I just wanted there to be more of a cute concept and a theme to like carry it more and just give it more of like a meaning and transitions and just make it more fun. So it's, it's going to be Pop Culture University and there's going to be a theme with this. So that was the point of <clears throat> of changing it. So let me gonna explain to you what Pop Culture University will be. If you follow me on TikTok, you probably have seen my little videos in the past where I basically give an update on what's going on in the world. And in the intro, I'll say, welcome to Pop Culture University. Here is today's lesson. And then I would just explain what's going on in pop culture. But on this podcast, we're going to take Pop Culture University a step further. And it's going to be the little tagline will be where we talk about pop culture and see what we can learn from it. So basically every episode, I'm going to, you know, give you all the tea, talk about what's going on. And then at the end of every little news segment, we're going to take a second to reflect on what we can learn from that. What we can learn about the piece of pop culture news that we just read. And it can be something we learned about um, society. I think we can learn a lot from pop culture about society because it covers a lot of important topics that are relevant to everyone and important to everyone. That's why we're talking about them. So I think we can learn about society and I think we can learn just a lot of human lessons from what we read in these pop culture stories and just what goes on in the world. We can learn human life lessons from these celebrities who are real people who have their lives amplified. You know, their wins and their losses are out there and their real human emotions and experiences are definitely something we can learn from. And that is always something I loved about pop culture that's why i even got into it in the first place i don't know if maybe it's because like i didn't have a lot of friends growing up or something or i was kind of an introvert but when i first found e-news when i was like 13 i just got addicted to it. i loved it because i was so shocked that e was just telling us what these celebrities were doing from day to day like they weren't even telling us big news about them like they i would just turn it on they'd be like oh this celebrity was walking down the street today and went to this restaurant they like this restaurant because uh, they just broke up with their boyfriend like this is why they broke up she broke her foot this is how like she's handling it like I just love that they were telling us about their basic everyday lives and even though that kind of information like people like to talk about like pop culture and like e and things like that it's just so unimportant like it's useless information it's just gossip but even though the information is admittedly a bit useless because obviously, you know, it's not anything life-changing, I think it's also extremely useful and something we can, like, really learn from. As us as humans can learn from watching other humans experience things. And you know when, like, your friend, like, goes through something and has to learn something the hard way, whether it's, like, school or with a relationship or with their family or something, and since you got to watch them make the mistake, you don't have to make it yourself. Like, you get to learn the easy way by watching them. It's kind of like that with celebrities. Like, we can just learn a lot from observing them and as a celebrity your life gets observed so that's kind of what this is we're going to read a story about pop culture and then we're going to talk about what we can just generally learn from it and so since this is the first episode of pop culture university this intro was kind of long but it won't always be this long at all so i think there's only gonna be two stories today but 
two great stories and let's get into it so welcome to pop culture university and i hope you guys like it Okay, so the first lesson that we're going to talk about here at Pop Culture University is that Arna Grande is being called out for cultural appropriation via her appearance again, this time with a different culture. So you've probably seen these photos that I'm, ta- that I'm about to tell you about. They've been scattering the internet. I, seen a- I saw a lot of TikToks about them. I was going to make one about it, but literally everyone on the planet was talking about it. Huge different array of opinions, but it pissed a lot of people off. So if you haven't heard about it, let me tell you. So... Ariana shared these photos on Instagram and they were for The Voice. You know, we know she's on The Voice. Um, So she'll like do little OOTDs before every single live episode. And people were quick to call her out for this specific photo that she posted about a week ago. And they called her out for Asian fishing. Um, So let me just set the scene for you. Imagine this photo since I can't show you because we're on a podcast if you haven't seen it. Or just Google if you're somewhere convenient that you can. But Imagine this. So Ariana and her ever-changing appearance (laughs) were outside in front of a concrete wall with vines. She was in an oversized dress jacket. You know, she likes her oversized oversized tops um, with a sheer white bow around her neck and tights on with black boots. But people specifically did not like what she did via her makeup with her facial features. Um, They were basically saying that she was using her makeup, probably from her new makeup line, that um, she was trying to make herself have, one, more narrow and less round eyes. People were saying that she was using her winged eyeliner to make her eyes look drawn out and make them look like they were like longer horizontally and um, narrow like Asian eyes. Two, people were saying that she was using her makeup to like conceal the top of her eyelids because Asian people um, stereotypically have smaller eyelid space and their eyelids will um, kind of like disappear when their eyes are open. So they were... People were saying that Ariana was using her makeup to make her eyelids look as small as she could. There was really no like visible like eyeshadow crease. So I totally get what they were saying with that. And some people were even saying that she, they were going far enough to say that she even got like a, like a cat eye facelift to make her eyes literally be like pulled more to the side to make them more narrow. Like an Asian woman after seeing these photos. Um, not only the eye things, but people were saying she was, um, trying to make her makeup look very pale. Um, Asian women usually have very pale skin, pale complexion, kind of like porcelain. And they were saying Ariana was trying to mimic that instead of how Ariana would always mimic or downright blackfish when people used to always say that she would get her spray tan too deeply. We all remember that. We all remember those photos of her at the AMAs, at the MTV Music Video Awards when she's standing next to Nicki, to Nicki Minaj and she's almost as dark as Nicki. Um, yeah, blackfishing used to be like her biggest scandal. She's extremely well liked, and like blackfishing used to be her biggest thing that people would hate on her for. And I totally understand why her skin was very dark. And now they're kind of accusing her from. They think she's like learned from the blackfishing phase, and now they're saying she's jumping to another culture because for some reason she doesn't want to go back to her pale, like white complexion that they say she had on Victorious 
you know, when people will show photos of Ariana like throughout her life and they'll be like, she used to be white and then she got a little tanner and then she was like black. Like people think Ariana just doesn't want to go back to like her normal pale self. Um, so they're accusing her of jumping to another culture. Let me read some of the tweets. They were bad. Uh, I'm not going to play any t- the, the TikToks, but the TikToks were really going in on her as well. Someone said, literally, what the fuck is this? And there's a photo. There's a picture of the photo. And it says, because I know Ariana Grande is not trying to jump from black fishing to Asian fishing and has thousands of likes. Another one from a confirmed account. I'm not sure who this is, but Ali London. I hope that's not like a problematic person that I'm shouting out. But they said, I'm so in love with Ariana Grande's new Asian look. It looks so cute and oriental. Welcome to the transracial club, Ari. So happy to have you join me. Can we become king and queen of Korea together already? Okay, so clearly this, clearly this person is problematic. Do not look that person up. Um, ew, but their tweet has a lot of likes too, over 10,000. So people were very pissed. You get the picture. There was a few people defending her. I'm saying uh, not non-Asian people felt uncomfortable and offended by Arna Grande, quote, Asian fishing. Well, us Asians didn't even notice it and had nothing to say about it. You just don't let successful women down, do you? And I do want to say something. It does seem like Ariana Grande, I'm looking at photos now. It does seem that Ariana Grande, I understand where people are coming from with the eyes and the eyelids and the makeup, but I think this could have been a lot worse. I don't think she 100% is Asian fishing. I know as like a white man, that's not my place to say, but it does not seem like she is you know, culturally appropriating. There are, so the photos of her that she posted, that she took in like her backyard or something, it looks like there's just a lot of flashback on the camera that could make her face look lighter, could make her makeup, you know, details look lighter on her eyelids and stuff. And then when there's photos of her in her voice chair, she looks like her normal, you know, just tan person complexion. Like she doesn't look too pale. She doesn't look too dark. She just looks like her normal complexion. So it could just be the photo and people were taking this photo and like running with it like they did with the whole like James Charles flashback Mary thing. So I'm not fully convinced that she was Asian, Asian fishing. It seems to be blowing over now, but it was really, really bad at first. So bad that Ariana first, when she posted this on Instagram, she del- she limited comments. You know how you can do that on Instagram? You can control how many people can comment on your post. It's like 100 or something. She did that. And then after a while, after the Twitter outrage and the TikTok outrage, she just deleted the post from Instagram. So it was really bad at first, but it seems like it is blowing over now. Um, I think the last thing Ariana wants is another cultural appropriation scandal because cancel culture, especially on Twitter, where she's very well liked, is ruthless. So she definitely does not want that to add up because one day they will like there there will be a hatred about her. So I think the thing that saved her is that she's a very well liked celebrity. So let's get into what we can learn about this. Now that we have spilled the tea. So when it comes to Arna Grande and her Asian fishing close call, I think what we can learn just generally is you cannot use another culture for your aesthetic. I think Arna Grande sometimes, even though I'm an Arianator, I fucking stand her. She definitely can go a little too far to achieve an aesthetic. So I think we can learn you cannot use another culture's look for your aesthetic. I think that goes without saying, but just to remind people... That's why people are upset. Um, A lot of people are a little guilty of this, even if they don't know. But there is a line for sure. Traits from a certain ethnicity that people are born with is not anything that should be replicated for someone's aesthetic or for someone's outfit or something that you should try painting on yourself with makeup for a day and then wipe off, especially if that group is discriminated against for this trait. So I think that's what we can learn. I'm not saying Ariana Grande did that, 
But I'm saying to everyone listening, that is what we can take away. And that is not okay. So thank you, Arna Grande, for teaching us that, at least with, you know, taking the heat for her close call, her close call. So we can learn from her and not even, you know, get close to the line because it's not okay. And it's very disrespectful. So thank you, Ariana, for letting us learn that through you. Okay, before I get to the next thing, I want to say happy birthday to Taylor Swift. Oh my God. Taylor Swift, Taylor Allison Swift is turning 32 today. Living icon, legend, December December 13th. That's why she loves the number 13. Um, People are like, oh my God, Taylor Swift is 32. Oh my God, like she's older now. I feel like that is not that old. And if you think about it, like Taylor is only 32 and she's accomplished literally more than most artists to ever exist have accomplished she's literally on the billboard all-time artist list at number seven she's in she's in the top 10 i don't know if it's seven it's at least seven and above but of all time of other artists who have been dead for decades and she's already in the top 10 and she's 32 that's crazy um she's just accomplished so much and she's so young and i hope she has the best day and uh yeah go tweet about taylor swift's birthday and go stream all of her 17 albums that she put out this this past year i hope she has a chill day because she does too much so anyway happy birthday taylor speaking of taylor the people who she said would get karma kimye now we're going to talk about kimye uh something just as so just like a kim pete update but also a kim pete kanye update the like whole love triangle because kanye is now inserting himself into their business i like every move so let's talk about what's going on so first of all if you're looking for a kim and pete update here it is they are going strong kim and pete are chugging along they you know have lasted longer than her and chris humphreys it seems like you know they only lasted 72 days kim and pete are still going on dates together um something like really funny that happened is kim and pete were on a breakfast date like two days ago and a fan it was like a low-key breakfast date at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I know that's not the most low-key place, but, like, Kim was not in makeup. There was no cameras. No one. Uh, they did not take one photo together. There was no planned anything. And this fan comes up to them when they're at this dinner. And, like, a random old white man. And he just asked for photos for, of both of them individually. Maybe he asked for, like, a group one, but they refused. But he asked for photos of them individually. And then he posted both online. And the man is wearing the same outfit. And it's the same backdrop. So people are like, oh my God, Kim and Pete were on another date this week, which gets me thinking that was a low key date. So maybe their relationship isn't for PR. You know, they were really just hanging out, not wanting to be seen. It's a lot to think about. A lot of people think it's PR. I don't know anymore. Anyway, so they're going strong. And Kanye, it seems the stronger that Kim and Pete get, the more upset and distraught Kanye gets. So Kanye, the relationship has been over for so long, but I not for so long, but like, I don't know, like almost a full year, like nine months or something. Like, I feel like men don't really like understand that it is over until like a while after, after they make a mistake um, and like the relationship ends. But Kanye seems to not be accepting at this specific time for the last month that it is over because this last month he's been on like a whole tour 
to try to get Kim back. He's publicly like begged for her attention so many times this month. That's why I call it a tour of trying to get Kim back. First it was at um um first it was at like a like a charity event at the LA Mission for people on Skid Row. He gave like a little Thanksgiving speech there and I'll play a clip of it, but he was like God needs to he said God needs to bring Kim Ye back together. And then on his Instagram he posted something, a Thanksgiving prayer from his Sunday service. He posted like a clip of his prayer. And he said, all I think about is how to get Kim back. And then on a podcast, he said, me and Kim aren't divorced. Like, that's still my wife. And then let me play those clips here. His Get Kim Back tour has consisted of his Sunday service. All I think about every day is how I get my family back together. Charity events. But when the kingdom, when God brings Kim together. Drink champs. And I ain't never even seen the papers. We not even divorced. Okay, so yeah, those clips, that's what he's been, he's been doing this past month, past month on his tour. And then two days ago, he was a guest at Drake's concert that Kim went to. They like did a whole family thing. Uh, they brought North and Saint, and Kim was in the crowd to support and probably just, you know, wanting to see Drake. So um, Kanye had his um, performance. You know, Drake brought him out as a surprise. Kanye did his set. And he sang his song, Runaway, and he added an extra line at the end of the song, an extra verse that wasn't even in the song originally where he, like, begged to get Kim back. Um, I can play a clip of that as well. Um, so Kanye thinks that publicly doing all these things is going to get Kim back. Like, this is a very Kanye thing for him to do. Just publicly put their relationship completely out there in details that Kim probably doesn't want out there and get Kim in these media storms for attention. It's obviously a huge cry for help to get Kim back because he realized what he's missing now. Um, but unfortunately, in like a savage turn of events, the day after Kanye performed that song at the Drake concert, Kim filed through the court to be considered legally single. So if you don't know, I didn't know what this means either. So being like applying to be considered legally single is I think, or I know because I looked it up. It's when you apply to get your mar your marital status changed to single, even though all your divorce filings have not been finalized. So things like property possession and like, um, and custody and like um, split assets and things like that, like those aren't finalized in their divorce, but Kim can finalize her being like legally separated from him without those things being separated too. So that is what Kim did yesterday. The judge hasn't approved it yet, but it's obviously going to happen because why wouldn't it? So in the face of Kanye doing that, Kim applied to be legally single, which is a huge message to Kanye. She's At this point, it just seems like she's begging him to stop. And then she took it one step further. In the past, she said she wasn't going to drop the West from her last name. But now she's saying she is. In that same court filing obtained by E, it said Kim Kardashian West has filed to drop the West from her name when she is declared legally single. So then she'll just be Kim Kardashian. I thought she would never do that because she'd want to have the last name as, same last name as her kids and her makeup line, KKW Beauty. But this tells us everything we need to know about the status of how Kim feels. She never wants to get back with Kanye. 
And in the wake of him doing these insanely public uh, like cries for help for her, she, this is her asking him to stop. This is her telling him to cut it out. It is not going to happen. Stop putting me in this situation for so long that she doesn't want to be in. It's the most clear sign to Kanye and almost like a, if you continue, like, I'm not even going to speak to you. Like, I'm dropping your last name. I don't want to be with you completely finalized. So it seems like Pete is on his way in and Kanye is on his way out. I can I feel like it's only going to we're only going to hear more from Kanye after this. But Kim has filed to be single. Yeah, that's that's, that's a huge like Kim and Kanye update. Not really one for her and Pete, but Kimye is really just no more. So what can we learn from this? Um, I mean, a lot, but I feel like what we can learn from this situation with them because at the end of the day, they are just like another husband and wife who have separated um, and got divorced. So I think what we can learn is that even though it's very hard to let someone you desperately want to be with go, if they want to go, you have to let them go. You can't force a love that isn't there anymore for them. A relationship is a two-way street. And even if you have enough love inside of you for the both of you, you have to let them go still. Pushing is just going to push them away harder as we're seeing with this example with Kim and Kanye. I'm not trying to say like, don't try to get someone back, but don't pry and push past the point of just saying what you need to say and laying everything out there. So put them in an awkward situation and beg. It's not fair to the other person. I feel so much for Kanye because it that is a human reaction and an emotion to losing someone that you love, but he has to accept that. And we would all have to accept that in that situation. It's a very hard pill to swallow, but he has to accept it. To let somebody go It hurts like so To let somebody go But you're still with me now I know Okay, so that is the end of the lessons today. Let's review what we learned. So... When it came to the Ariana Asian fishing situation, we learned that someone else's culture is not your aesthetic. And don't cross the line. If if you think you're appropriating culture and you look like you are resembling completely another culture, you probably are. So don't. And what we can learn from the Kim and Kanye situation is that as hard as it may be, if you love someone, you should let them go. And if they want to leave, they're going to leave anyway. Don't force it. You have to let them go. And that's what we learned today. So thank you for coming to the first lesson of Pop Culture University. We will be back tomorrow um, with more lessons and tea. And your homework is to wish Taylor Swift a happy birthday on a social media platform and stream your music. Um, yeah. So thank you for coming. Class is dismissed. Also rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts and like it on Spotify and save it or whatever subscribe to it or whatever you know what to do just do that thank you bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube
What is up, Astros fans? This is Jeff Balky and my partner, former Astro Jeff Blum from the Believe in Astros podcast to tell you baseball is back and we've got your world champion Houston Astros covered. Every week we go inside the clubhouse, break down the games, discuss the players and give you everything you need to know about the Houston Astros baseball organization with special guests and a few surprises all summer and into the postseason. So tune in to the Believe in Astros podcast. That's B-L-E-A-V on Apple spotify youtube and everywhere you get your podcasts go astros